Welcome back to BeAMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through the Rumble and or the YouTube channel. Today we continue in our study of the book of Romans. We're in chapter 11, verses 7 through 10, which reads, What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have obtained it. And the rest were blinded, just as it is written. God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear. To this very day, and David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see and bow down their backs always. That's Romans chapter 11, verses 7 through 10. Today we continue our study of the sovereignty of God in light of Israel's rejection of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 9, we learned of God's past workings with the nation of Israel. While in Romans chapter 10, we considered God's present workings with Israel. Today we continue our study of Romans chapter 11 where we will consider God's future dealings with his chosen people. But before we consider God's future dealings with Israel, we must consider why most of them missed their Messiah when he came to this earth. In verses 7 through 8 of today's passage, we read, What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks but the elect have obtained it, and the rest were blinded. Just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see and ears that they should not hear, to this very day. The people of Israel did not recognize their Messiah because their hearts had wandered too far from the God of the Bible. When we hear truth, it is always very important that we respond to it. When we hear the truth and we do not respond affirmatively, we lose our capacity to recognize truth. Our hearts must be engaged. I find it quite instructive that the word heart is used 725 times in the Old Testament and 105 times in the New. The heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. God actually hardens hearts. They don't refuse to believe in him because they are hardened by him. Rather, they are hardened because they refuse to believe. They willfully and persistently reject God's grace. So, he allows them to go their own way and eventually confirms them in their unbelief. Israel as a whole had made their own volitional choice. And it was their poor choice that made it look like God had not kept his promises. Yet God continues to be at work, doing what he promised he would do, even when it looked like he was being unfaithful to his word. The expression of Israel's hard-heartedness here was their blindness. Their eyes were so blinded that even when they saw the truth, they could not see it. 
They weren't even able to hear the truth due to the stupor that God had given them. The word for seeks in verse 7 of today's passage means to diligently seek. But Israel's zeal was not according to biblical knowledge. They were ignorant of God's righteousness, and they therefore went establishing their own righteousness. They therefore went about establishing their own righteousness. They lived for their own righteousness. They kept all the rules, ceremonies, rituals, and the laws of the Torah in order to establish their own righteousness. And due to that, they missed the God of the Bible. In verses 9 and 10 of today's passage, we read, And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they do not see and bow down their backs always. Israel's hard-heartedness is nothing new in the New Testament or even in the modern era. No, well back in the Old Testament they were hard-hearted. And these two verses in today's passage, verses 9 and 10, are quotes from Psalm 69 verses 22 and 23. The Lord caused a spirit of stupor to come upon Israel in response to their rejection of him. When we do not open our hearts to the Lord, something else will influence them. This is the case here. The word stupor means a bewilderment from being struck. Or like being in a deep sleep that you can't wake up from and thus you can't hear or see. It is a dangerous thing to ignore the wooings of God to follow him. On one hand, the Bible makes it clear that God loves us with an everlasting love. And he stands ready to forgive anyone who sincerely turns to Christ in repentance and in faith. The Bible also warns that when we repeatedly turn away from God, we can reach a point of no return. The reason isn't because God won't forgive us, but because of our hearts. Our hearts have grown cold, so cold and hardened because of sin. God still calls us but we are too insensitive to hear his voice. Our primary problem is we love our sin too much. And the essence of sin is self. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 2, we read, Behold, today is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. God's time is always today. Today is the only time we have got. We do not have yesterday. It is gone. We may not even get tomorrow. Therefore, God always addresses us in this existential fashion. And his appeal to us is this. Don't wait. Believe in me now. 
Don't wait. Share the gospel with the lost. Do it now. I've often wondered how much of God's blessings I've missed because I put him off or I put people off. It's a sad moment when we miss the calling of God on our lives in a given moment. But oh, is it incredible when we walk through the door according to his timing. And every time I've ever done it, it has been obvious. God was right in the middle of it. So my friend, let me encourage you. Say yes to the Lord today, but not only yes, not only say yes, but do what he's calling you to do. Believe, step out, take that chance on him and his righteousness. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.